Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Well, here's the thing. We took a break because one of our dogs died, and it was really, really sad. We had to put him down. It was awful. It was sad. And, you know, I think I just was not feeling really, like, extra happy to read and record podcasts, Monte. Yeah, it was very, very, very difficult, huh? If any of you have ever lost an animal, I know how hard it is. And our dog was 11 years old and... 12. Well, he was... Yeah. yeah. 12. He died before his birthday. His birthday's Christmas, guys. Yeah. Well, let's try to move on to something happy tonight, okay? All right. We are on Judy Moody and the Not Bummer Summer. And we're on Chapter 10. Wait, what day is... What day mm-hmm. is Christmas on... 25th. Yep. Okay. Okay, ready? Chapter 10. Franken Screamer. About a week later, Judy was pulling a torn and dirty wedding dress on her over on over her shorts with the do- when the doorbell rang. Judy, Frank's here, called Aunt Opal, or should I say Frankenstein's here? Judy gave one last tug to the beehive fright wig on her head coming she grabbed her backpack and raced downstairs hey judy ready for evil creature double feature i love your square head said judy are those real bolts in your next who are you asked stink bride of frankenstein who else said judy and i'm frankenstein said frank proudly of course you are stink cracked himself up oh frank and judy sitting in a tree k-i-s-s-i-n-g Frank turned beet red as Judy clamped her hands over Stink's mouth. Take it back or I'll feed you to Jaws, said Judy. N-G-N-I-S-S-I-K, Stink shot out of the room. That that spells kissing backwards. (laughs) When Frank and Judy got to the movie theater that night, the sign said, A Midsummer Night's Scream Summer Festival. Creepy people. Creepy music piped over the loudspeaker. They handed their money to a vampire face ticket seller with blood dripping fangs. I want to take your money, mohahaha. Said since since when do vampire vampires wear ski jackets? Judy asked. It's summer. Since it's freezing in here, the air conditioner went psycho. Judy looked at Frank. Frank looked at Judy. Did he say freezing as in cold? she asked. Mr Todd? Once inside, they raced around the lobby, searching in here and there and everywhere. No Mr. Todd. I'll check the boys' bathroom, said Frank. He burst through the doors. Judy busted in after him. (gasps) 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 Hey, get out. No girls allowed. Frank pushed, pushed Judy out the door. She waited. 
Well, is he in there? Did you find him? Nope. Just Count Dracula and a mutant lobster, said Frank. I give up. Me too. Mr. Todd's probably training penguins in the North Pole or something. Or something, said Frank. Judy and Frank got buckets of popcorn and headed upstairs. The small theater was packed with popcorn throwing, candy chewing, vampires, and zombies. Judy and Frank sat in the front row, dead center. Remember, this is a double feature, so no being a wimp burger, said Frank. We have to stay till the very end if we want to get the points. Don't look at me. You're the one who's going to be screaming your pants off as soon as the lights go out. Judy glanced at her mood ring. Amber. Amber was nervous, tense. Actually, no, it isn't. No, what is Amber? Amber? Wait, what color is Amber again? Like the yellowy color. Oh, yellow? Yellow's not one of them. Like, it's like that brownish, yellowish color. Oh, that's crabby. Crabby, okay. Mm. Um, you actually know your mood ring colors, don't you? Yeah. Um, Judy, okay, nervous, tense. Just then, the lights went out. A blood-curdling scream filled the room. On the screen, a pack of zombies staggered towards a woman. We were literally just watching The um, Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her party dress got a snag in the car door. She let out a spine-chilling scream. Frank grabbed Judy's arm. Alone, bad. Friend, good, he said in a Frankenstein voice. He chewed his popcorn extra fast. Grr, said the zombie. The, and the zombies moaned and Ah! The woman screamed again. Zombie, a zombie's eye fell out and rolled down the street. Holy eyeball, yelled Frank. Good thing he's, a, he's dead already, said Judy. Shush, said a zombie cheerleader behind them. It's true, the dead are among us, said a spooky voice. They're taking over the town of Pittsylvania. Pittsylvania? Mm, weird. Lock your doors, bolt your windows. Zombies marched through town, punching through walls and knocking down doors. One zombie ate something that looked like a human leg. Frank gasped, spraying Judy with soda. Um, I remembered I forgot to feed my goldfish. He stood up to go, spilling soda everywhere. Judy pulled him back down. Sit down. Don't get all frank and scared on me. This is our absolute last chance to earn thrill points. Zombie... No. Zombie staggered. A zombie staggered. His milky eyes and blood-streaked face filled the screen. I come for dinner. I come for you. Ah! Frank screamed. He jumped over Judy's leg, toppling her with a bucket of popcorn. I'm out of here. Judy grabbed his shirt. You are not leaving, Frankenstein. Frank pulled away and rip. She had Frank's shirt in her hands. Frank ran up the aisle and tore, and Judy tore after him, catching him just outside of the theater. You're dead, Frank Pearl. No, zombies are dead. I'm going home. Judy threw up her hands. Great, just great. Rocky and Amy are having the funnest time ever, and I'm stuck, stuck with Frank and Screamer. Hey, said Frank. Rocky and Amy wouldn't bail after two seconds of zombie. Rocky and Amy wouldn't knock up me off the tightrope. Rocky and Amy wouldn't puke all over me. Frank glared at Judy. Look who's talking. All your stupid points and dares and charts. They suck the fun out of everything. 
You're nothing but a big what? Fun sponge. Frank stomped off. Fun sponge? Yelled Judy after him. Rocky and Amy wouldn't call me a fun sponge. Frank kept walking. He didn't look back. Just Judy cupped her hands to yell at him. Well, if I'm a fun sponge, then you're a fun mop. Frank turned the corner and disappeared. Judy kicked the sidewalk. She turned back towards the theater. Hold on, Bridezilla. Where's your ticket? said the taker. Inside, in my backpack. Honest, I already paid. Ask the vampire, Judy pointed to the ticket booth. But empty, but it was empty. No vampire. Sorry, no ticket, no movie, said the ticket taker. That's not true. He can walk her back in there and get her backpack. Give me a break. Judy spun on her heel and stomped away. She kicked a leaf and she kicked the sidewalk. She kicked a rock all the way home. Fun sponge my elbow. The rock tumbled down the street and stopped in front of her house. What the? In the middle of the front yard, a mountain of junk, tuna fish cans, burlap bags, old carpet remnants, chicken wire, ropes and pipes had been made into a giant big statue of Bigfoot. Aunt Opal was on a ladder, smearing plaster on Bigfoot's face. Stink was working on his two large feet. Aunt Opal waved. What is that? Judy asked. It's Bigfoot, of course, said Aunt Opal. I guess I'm... I guess I really am a gorilla artist now. Wanna help? Stink asked, grinning. Judy trudged towards the front door. I'd love to, only I can't because I'm going to spend the rest of this bummer summer in my room. I mean it this time. Look out, she's in a mood, said Stink to Aunt Opal. I am not, and she ran upstairs, letting one, letting the screen door slam behind her. Judy stepped on a postcard. She peeled it off of her shoe. The postcard had a picture of Rocky making a lion jump through a hoop. He said, It said 80, 85 thrill points. Roar! Judy ran up the stairs and flung herself into her bed. She couldn't she couldn't help noticing that her mood ring had turned to dark blue. For, for unhappy mad. I think actually dark, the dark blue means like content and happy. No. No, it actually doesn't. Blue means calm. Black means sad. Dark blue doesn't mean anything. Oh. And then green means pretty. And then teal means happy. Interesting. And brown means sad. Oh, okay. Ting-a-ling-a-ling. Late the next morning, Judy woke up to the jangling of the ice cream man truck. She covered her head with her pillow. Hey, Judy, Aunt Opal called. It's the ice cream truck, truck, Judy. A few minutes later, Aunt Opal, with a blue popsicle in her hand, tapped lightly on Judy's door. Come back when, come back when school starts, Judy called. Opal pushed the door open. Sorry, but this this will be melted by then. Judy didn't budge. You really don't want to spend the rest of the summer in your room, do you? Opal gently lifted the pillow off of Judy's head. Why not? My summer's totally wrecked. For sure, an absolute positive. Judy grip, griped, but I will take the popsicle. Don't tell Mom. That bad, huh? Yeah, Frank Pearl used to be my second best friend, but now he's my first worst enemy. He called me a spun sponge. Aunt Opal, mm -hmm. Aunt Opal couldn't help laughing a little. That sounds bad. Are you a fun sponge? Judy slurped her popsicle. No way. He's the sponge. It's his fault we can't get any thrill points. Right, the thrill points. Well, they're important. You can't have a not-bummer summer without any of them. Oh, 
absolutely duh that's like number one rule for the summer aunt opal agreed so we just need to get you more thrill points we still have to put hats on the lions slurp 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 the hats got all ruined remember well then let's think of something else but i've already thought of everything else for sure and positive just then a loud voice bounced through the window testing testing judy and aunt opal looked at each other they scrambled to the window a newsbeat van was parked at the curb and a lady announcer stood in front of the big bigfoot sculpture interviewing stink and your name is james moody but everybody calls me stink stink said beaming so stink the bigfoot fever is sweeping over the county his name is james mm, i know i just learned that too with 27 recent sightings nearby is that what inspired you to build a statue of bigfoot stinks on tv judy screeched last one downstairs it was a fuzzy pickle said opal they pounded downstairs and out the door people say bigfoot isn't real how do you answer to that stink moody he's too real and i'm gonna catch him if you do catch him mr stink moody You'll be the most famous kid in... Judy jumped in front of the camera, sticking her arms around Stink, and she grinned a big, wide, blue popsicle grin. Don't forget me. I'm a Bigfooter, too. You are? Stink asked, stunned. It's Judy Moody with a J and a U-D-Y, Judy told the newscaster. Yes, uh-huh. Good luck, kids. We'll check in on you later. This is just Hing Hagen... Yeah, bottom. Clark, WH20. We live for news beats. Hey, you two, just might be on TV, Opal told them. Well, we'll have to watch the news tonight. Stink turned to Judy. Since when are you a Bigfooter? Since one minute ago. I just had the biggest brainstorm ever. Catching Bigfoot was Bigfoot is like a million thrill points. Summer's almost over, Stink. This is my absolute last chance to get points. If we catch Bigfoot, I may even win the race. Huh? said Stink. Never mind, said Judy. Just tell me everything. Well, I guess she's liking Bigfoot now, huh? <laughs> she just wants to get thrill points. That is true. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> I think you're right. All right, ready? I keep bumping the microphone. Sorry, guys. All right, say see you later. Thrill points.